0: Hello and welcome to the Drink In, Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You're listening to episode 114, Daredevil, season 3. Netflix, original. (laughs) Marvel. (laughs) Yeah, Marvel, Netflix, whatever. All right, so we're featuring Daredevil. Imagine that. Oh, wow. Daredevil Brewing Company's Next 7, Stone IPA. Just kidding. It's uh, Stone Brewing (laughs) Company's. I don't even know how to pronounce that. So, uh, Zakovesa, Zakovia is how I pronounced it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He's like, isn't that like the Zakovia chords? The Sokovia Zarkovesa. Accords. <laughs> and we also have a special segment at the end that I just threw together. That's called Go Go Goza or No No No, no <laughs> Sir. <laughs> so we have we have a cherry goza that we're going to try and most likely hate, except for me. <laughs> except for you, you can have all of it.
1: Well. So that's the plan. All right, we're we your out. hosts. <laughs> since you just breezed right past <laughs> the fact that we need to introduce who we are, I just,
0: we we were, we were going into the the new segment. All right, so with your hosts, Dustin,
1: Saf, and Allison.
2: Same as last week. Yep. It's You're welcome. A, <laughs> becoming a
0: thing. All right, so we're going to discuss uh, Daredevil season three. It was born. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> October nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. Uh, so roughly uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. About uh, almost a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a baby. One month. Yeah. Uh, it's the eighteenth. Is when to say is 18 mm-hmm. so uh tomorrow would be a month it's crazy uh so when wilson fisk is released from prison by technicality <laughs> murdoch must decide between hiding the world or embracing his life as a hero vigilante so the season is based on frank miller's comic born again from 1986 frank miller does really good work
2: he's very dark though yeah
0: i like it <laughs> um, we'll talk about uh, more of that in a little bit. With my, I have a couple Easter egg things that has to do with Born Again. Yeah, and we uh, mentioned it
2: back on the de- yeah. end of the Defenders episode. Yeah, like, we definitely did. How they were setting that up. Yeah,
0: we have uh, we have our usual reoccurring's and our stars, and then we have new faces. We have a few new faces, so we're gonna. Uh, we're going to go through this cast. It's an actually pretty impressive cast list. And once we're done with this cast list, we're probably going to grab a beer because <laughs> it is going to be quite hefty. We have a lot of people well, in we here. We didn't
2: have to read the whole thing. I just put them on there for reference. But. Oh,
0: we are going to do <laughs> oh. as much as possible.
2: All right, so we're starring
0: with the Matthew Murdoch, uh,
2: which is Charlie Cox. He also president. plays Daredevil.
1: Whoa! <laughs> Mind blown
2: spoilers A titular character uh, you even know, though he never dresses up like him this up well that was really weird he does like his old school old black school. costume yeah,
3: well,
0: yeah. Uh, I yeah. have more on that later oh cool uh I don't <laughs> know I can't pronounce uh Vincent D'Onofrio. His- there we go Vincent D'Onofrio. I always mess it up and I say dfern I can't
2: look at it or I'll say it wrong I just know how it's like yeah pronounced he's the cockroach Diano-frio. to me
0: in <laughs> men in black he's the cockroach yeah
4: war, And he was on onward War. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Water. Oh, that pushes way around here is my goddamn truck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why did
2: you do that? <laughs> he's also on
0: one of the Law and Orders. So yeah, he's sure. on uh, Criminal Intent, which was my favorite one because <laughs> he's in there because he just draw the weirdest conclusions. I was like, <laughs> he's like Sherlock Holmes. He just <laughs> out of nowhere. Anyways, he plays Wilson Fisk or Kingpin. Or well, he's supposed to be the Kingpin, but we don't really know that, other than the fact that we know who Wilson Fisk is. Yeah.
2: Well, they finally call him the Kingpin. Yes. I bet. Eventually. Yeah.
0: But up until this point,
2: exactly. Well, the first season they never call him that. Second season, he's only in like one episode.
0: Right. When he's uh, messing with uh, Castle. Frank, Castle.
2: Frank Castle. Frank Castle. Yep.
0: Uh, we have uh, the tag team duo of Karen Page and Foggy Nelson for uh, Deborah and wool i always thought it was deborah wolf i thought it was pretty cool <laughs> oh,
2: your friends and relatives
0: i have family who <laughs> famous <laughs> nope and then uh eldon henson we've uh, we've discussed eldon henson being part of the mighty ducks before <laughs> yes <laughs> one of the bash brothers <laughs> yeah he is <laughs> one of my favorites uh then we have sister maggie grace which is a uh, pivotal point in everything
2: i think she's She's one of the new characters. Yeah, she is one of the
0: new characters. So, Joanne Whaley Mm
3: -hmm.
0: uh, definitely has a pivotal role in in the series. And we'll get to my first thoughts when we started watching it. Because it kind of changed everything halfway through. Uh, Jay Ali is also a new face. He plays Ray Nadim, or Special Agent Ray Nadim Mm -hmm. of the FBI. Uh, Wilson Bethel, who originally... Was going to be Captain America. I read that
2: too. I was wondering if you'd bring yeah, that up. Yeah, he um, he was he, like, auditioned really close. for the role that Chris Evans eventually got. Yeah, I
0: mean it was more than just audition. Like yeah, he was, was almost like he, he was, was
2: like this runner up basically. Yeah,
0: he was pretty much <laughs> Captain America runner up <laughs> because it was it was a question like if Chris Evans would do it really. You yeah, know? Uh, but he was uh, Benjamin Poindexter uh, or Dex or Bullseye, which he's never referred, never referred to as. Uh, and then we have a new character in Blake Tower. He's a new character, right?
2: I don't no, remember ever seeing him. He was
1: in the first season.
0: Or the second season. I don't remember him at all. He might have been time.
2: in the second season, like during all the Punisher trial stuff. I could see him yeah. being around. Yeah. Because yeah, the they reference that they have talked to him. Before. Yeah, I figured he was, but I, I don't know. I can't put my finger on him. I honestly
0: thought that their detective friend had moved up. To I thought it so, too. But
2: until he showed up later, I was like, oh, that's that's what he looked like. I yeah. haven't seen him so, in three yeah. years. Right. But,
0: <laughs> but I mean, okay. So I'm not really trying to say that those two look similar, which they do. I mean, we're not trying to jump that crazy racist right. train. But honestly, we only saw very limited uh, screen time for the detective. Mm-hmm. or the, And it was three town. years ago. He could have
2: aged and looked yep. like this guy. But... Right.
0: He could have, you know, people that got a recast.
1: Yeah. I mean, it happened for Luke Cage people, so... It
2: happened for uh, Rhodey. Yeah, yeah,
0: Rhodey, yeah. Anyway. Now, instead of running an empire, he's just fucking Don Cheadle. <laughs> 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 he looks like a motherfucking beetle. <laughs>
3: All
0: right, so the reoccurring uh, cast, we have uh, Peter McRobbie, Irish feller. He is a... He's father, Paul Lantham, uh, Royce Johnson as Brett Mahoney, which is the detective.
4: Oh, yep,
3: yeah.
0: So that's the guy uh, that we were got confused. Mm-hmm. Amy uh, Ruthberg is Marcy. I thought she lost weight, like when I when I saw her
2: originally. Oh, that's what Sarah said too. I was like, I thought she was always skinny. Yeah, she just and then she showed me a picture. I was like, oh yeah, she did lose a little bit of weight. Yeah, so I was very curious about that. I'm like
0: she looked like she lost weight. Not that <laughs> matters, but <it> like, looked...
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, we have Danny Johnson as Benjamin Donovan. Who's that?
2: <laughs> I think he's a bad guy.
0: Is he? I don't even know who that was.
2: Um, or he—he he was either the lawyer He was somehow related to Fisk. It was either the lawyer. Oh, or was it?
0: Uh, oh, was he the the? Uh, Luke Cage, lawyer, not his lawyer, but in the using one who Luke in... Cage with uh, I think that's who Mariah's it is. Lawyer. I guess oh, uh, Ben Donovan kind of sounds familiar. Yeah.
3: You
0: know? Yeah, I guess we just take a look at that. Really, not really important. Uh, Mitch Ellison, I like Ellison a lot. So Jeffrey um, Cantor. Cantor. Uh, I'm just going to skip a couple that I don't know. Seema Nadim uh, played a really good role. That was uh, Sunita. Oh, yes, it was. I was right. Ben Donovan. Yep, that was right. All right, so uh, Sonita Deshpande was Seema, and then Sammy was Noah Hoke. Uh, Theo Nelson, Uh, Peter Hapland did, I think, a really good job uh, for them, being like the down and out uh, brother brother okay. Foggy. Um I mean, did everything he could for his family, you know, type of guy, easily
2: taken advantage of. Yeah. I couldn't understand why they needed Foggy to quit his job being a lawyer.
4: I know. <laughs>
2: like, he, just send him money. You make more money being a lawyer than you would working there. Right. <laughs> just hire somebody and pay them. <laughs> like, well, well, now it's kind of like, uh,
0: can you, uh... Fix Give me grandbabies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Holly Cinnamon, the stripper, played uh, Julie Barnes. <laughs> I don't know if that's if she really is a service. <laughs> if if Holly, if you're listening to this, which I 100% doubt that you are, I apologize. Uh, you yeah, can go ahead and look that up. See if she's a stripper. S- uh, make sure you S- turn the, uh, safe the safe search, search on.
2: <laughs> I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I might get a virus. I oh, we got a Mac. I'm not getting any viruses. Oh, she
0: was Julie. Oh. Yeah, I know she was Julie. She was the the service worker slash. Uh, jogger slash waitress because you, you stop doing service work and then a hotel just happened to tell you that you want they wanted you to work there so you work there they yeah pay you an not amount of money that's to- not suspicious at all at all mm-hmm. uh yeah like that's not something that you would end up dead for <laughs> uh and then you have the uh the the carbone family coming in uh, so Annabella Cesario, she was in uh, Luke Cage.
1: Fiora?
0: Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who Melvin Potter was.
2: He's the guy that made the de- de- Daredevil suit.
1: Oh! That's Melvin, yes, yeah. that's
0: right, Melvin. I feel so bad for Melvin every single episode. I
2: know. He's, like, such a good guy, but he keeps getting taken advantage of.
0: Yeah, I, oh, I loved him. I even said something about his character when we were watching
1: it. Yeah. It's like I always feel bad for him. Mm-hmm.
0: And then Vanessa, Mariana, face obviously. Spoiler alert: they get married. <laughs> uh, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that name, or my wife will be like, "You said it wrong." But it's Zair. Zer Zer. You did it. I, no. I, I did it. <laughs> All right. Well, because of that, I'm a little parched, so we're gonna take a break right <laughs> here. Uh, but then before we, well, when we get back from the break. Uh, we'll drink some beers and then we'll talk a little bit about the bullseye uh, while we are taking a break. You guys can think about what we are possibly going to be drinking, and it comes from the Daredevil Brewing Company here in Indianapolis in it's the next West Side. Yeah, next. It is the next experimental, a new experimental, and it's the number seven in the line. So we're gonna we're gonna pour that out. We're gonna get us some. Lovely beers, and this is another one my wife's not going to (laughs) drink. I drank it
3: last time.
0: You did. You did have a sip. And somebody will tell you how to get a hold of us. Yeah, so, yeah, someone, I think Keith, Keith just showed up to tell you how to get a hold of us, so we'll do that. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Our first beer, as Dustin mentioned a few seconds ago, Daredevil Next IPA Experimental Number 7. New and Experimental, let me say that again. New and Experimental, aka Next, is our always-changing series of small-batch American IPAs that showcase our love of aggressively hopped beers. For this release, we used large amounts of fresh mosaic wet hops that were shipped overnight to us from Yakima, Washington, in the hop back. Additions of Vic Secret Hops in the Whirlpool and Liberally liberally dry hopped with mosaic cryo hops for what is one very tasty IPA. This is a taproom-only release, and there will be no distribution. Got to go to the brewery to get it. We have the can, so that's weird. You must have gone to the brewery.
0: We were. We were there. Imagine that.
1: Shocker. We went all the way to Speedway for this.
0: There is... I'm just going to throw this out here immediately. There is a... Entry and to be your advocate, but there is nothing on there. Like, zero rankings, zero reviews, zero scores. I don't anticipate finding something that's experimental. Yeah, I wouldn't even...
2: S-
3: uh.
1: Untapped has it. 149 ratings.
2: Untapped has everything. Uh, yeah, oh, there's one rating on Rate Mirror. Usually sure. those two are d- or don't have anything.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so the can uh, I think just basically is the same exact can that they used for all the other experimentals. They just updated. The yeah, little they changed the circle number in the middle. This says mm-hmm, like, number, number seven. I think that this this looks very familiar. So yeah.
2: I would like to say yeah, that's number six right there. It it's looks the exact same can. That's a little different. They took that off. Oh, the yeah, little the, D. their little logo.
0: Yeah, their de- Daredevil helmet logo. But it's I mean, essentially the exact same can.
2: Can you explain to me why this <laughs> you picked this beer for this episode? Uh
0: I picked well, I picked this beer because you said to pick the next episode. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. but <laughs> I picked the brewing company because Daredevil. it's called Daredevil. I tried to make all the beers, at least the two main beers that we're having, kind of devilly themed, and of course, we're doing in beer. Why not do, Dare, do it? You gotta do it. Share the yeah. name. So, we've had Daredevil on before, so we're not really going to discuss Daredevil. Uh, we've had him on twice before, I believe. We had Liftoff, In and then we had the Vacation, vacation.
3: Culture. Yeah.
0: So, this is just uh, a long line. Uh, I had the number six. Uh, we were at a restaurant called The Tap. Downtown oh, yeah. Mass F. Yeah. Uh, we initially went to World of Beer and we sat there. We had a beer and the waitress never took our order. Ugh. And like 25 minutes gone by. If you know anything about me, I start like looking at my watch. I start like, you ultra-no. get antsy. I get antsy. Like, I gotta have you, you gotta talk to me. Like, I, I like, I have an internal clock where <laughs> I'm just like, hmm, we're gonna, we're gonna peace out here soon. Yeah, if nobody's to coming
2: to, to even. Acknowledge our presence. Right. And so
0: we flagged somebody down.
1: Well, plus she mixed up my beer and it took her like 20 minutes to get it.
0: Right. Yeah. Jeez. So she just... And just to say, 20 minutes to get that beer. And we still finished our beers before she even asked us if we wanted food. <laughs> before she even came back. Another, another 20 minutes? Yeah. So I don't know. Allison is quite the slow drinker. I think we did kind of push you to drink a little bit quicker. Because uh, think... we were both over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so then we were like, all right, we're leaving. So then we flagged somebody down and we're like, hey, can we, can we just leave? Anyway, so then from there we <laughs> walked over to the, the tap uh, and then they're like, yeah, we have some Daredevil. I was like, ah, right, we're, we're just there. I don't really want anything. She's like, well, we got their new one. I was like, do tell New, you say. And he's like, yeah, it's next, uh, next number six. So go free. I'm like, all right, how much is it? And they're like, oh, is there a special? Like seven dollars or something. I'm like, that's not really special, but get, <laughs> I'll t- take
2: it. <laughs> but as special as they like get around hit these parts. Yeah, I'll
0: take it. So I had I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna have to look up my original ranking for number six and kind of see where I place with uh number seven. I can tell you if you want to know. Uh yeah, sure. Three point seven five. <laughs> that seems to be the theme. Huh. Maybe it was just the attitude of the You were had a negative Yeah, just the day, I think. Because it was uh it was Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. And we did we did some day drinking by the pool and mm. then we had you got stood up at that restaurant. So I gave it a four and a half. Oh. <laughs> you must have really liked it. I think this was before like we really got into the New Englands, I think. Could be. Yeah, I I rated the seven pretty well, so Or I don't know if I rated it or not. But anyways. I digress. Uh the can, same as before. So if you discussed it previously, boom, there you go. <laughs> Uh, if we look at the color, you could definitely see the tazy. and I keep hitting my headphones with my ring, and it's making noises, so I'm going to go ahead and set it on the floor.
2: <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. Yeah,
0: with the table. That's why I have a tablecloth. Searching, searching. Found it. Okay, okay so if we take like a look at the beers, uh, I'm going to say right now I want it to be the hairy snake, <laughs> but let's, let's go look at the color anyways. Uh, Allison, with her baby Porsche, she is still looking at about a 2. Uh, C-3PO, yeah, he,
2: probably. C-3PO. PM. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: c It is definitely hazier, so there's going to be something to that there.
1: There's definitely some thickness. Yeah. i will say a 5. Yeah, 6. A
2: yeah, promise. I was thinking 5 or a 6, too. Yeah, so that means Harry Smith. <laughs> <laughs> it could be an opening crawl. It the could
1: golden be, ticket.
2: Or Donnie's chest. Cause like, we never established like one for these. So some of them have multiple pictures. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I don't know. I'm looking at this. I don't think the Harry Snitch will follow with this. This the, the opening scroll. scroll looks the opening here. crawl probably mm-hmm.
2: would be the one or the golden ticket. Yeah, same. Right. So somewhere in between a five and a six. Mm-hmm. I could oh. smell it without even bringing it up here. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what kind of noise was that?
2: A, he likes the smell noise. Yeah, so
0: it's a little bit pinier than I would anticipate, but I can definitely smell juicy.
2: Yeah. Like orange orangey juicy. Like citrusy. Pine,
0: like a pineappley mm-hmm. citrusy. Yeah. Definitely just from the smell. Uh it's it's right at the bar. Remember how like super into tropical IPs I mm-hmm. wore last year? Oh, 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 oh.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much his jam. Um <laughs>
2: Yeah, this is, I think this is, smells really well, pretty good. Like pineapples and mangoes or something like that, some tropical mm-hmm. fruits. I don't think it's quite as mingly. Mingly? Mingly? <laughs> Mangly.
0: <laughs>
1: Mango Yeah, there we go. Are we allowed to drink it now? Mm-hmm. Can I get it over with? <laughs> That's my contribution.
2: I put it up to my lips and waited for you to say I could open my mouth. <laughs>
0: Oh, um, did Untap say anything about IBUs or ABVs or anything? Uh,
1: let me look. You let me know? just like
0: it. Like, Your Advocate said nothing. Oh yeah. Yes. Nothing. Eight point five ABVs
2: and yes. eighty IBUs. Yep.
0: Definitely could taste the eighty IBUs. So I was thinking about ninety. Just it's from, up there. Yeah, it's
2: got some bitterness, but like that those pineapple flavors help it out a lot. I think.
1: This right. is me as a non-IPA drinker wanting to vomit in my blood. <laughs> That's awful. It's so strong. It tastes like alcohol and not in a good way.
0: Well, you finished yours, so... No, I didn't.
1: <laughs> Don't lie for me. Your one sip. My tiny sip of my tiny beer. <laughs> hey, I tried it. That's more than some people would do. Right. Knowing that they can't stand hop flavor, and that's pretty strong.
0: I mean, to be fair... It is aggressively hopped. You remember when <laughs> yes. we were working with Ben
2: and we ate a yeah. hop. This kind of tastes like I'm eating a hop here. Well, it's because it was wet hop and dry hop, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was dual hopped. Dual Double hopped. hops. Yeah,
0: it's always uh, it's always interesting to see if you can taste the uh, the flavor. Yeah. Of the the hops uh, specifically of when they actually throw it in the kettle, you know.
2: The intense. side doesn't mention the c- cryo hops. It just says mosaic wet hop, Vic's secret, then fermentables, American two roy barley.
1: I wonder if that's a secret one then.
2: Maris otter, flake oats, white wheat, carahill, and Carro red.
0: That's weird because they usually use Maris otter malts in uh, stouts. Hmm. So it's weird.
2: Interesting. They're trying to do one of those ivory stout type deals.
0: Maybe, maybe they just didn't care about. It's hazy, so it's not like you have they to just worry needed a filler yeah. to uh, uh, definitely to battle those hops. Yeah, it's definitely interesting.
1: Very strong, very intense. There's <coughs> making me sneeze. <laughs>
0: I'm allergic to hops. I'm allergic
1: to IPAs.
0: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't test you. <laughs>
1: I'm developing an allergy to things I don't like. It makes it easier on me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Kind of upset now. I kind of want to get the six so I can have a better. Too late. It's gone. I know.
2: It's unfortunate.
1: You just have to wait for the eight.
2: Yeah, uh, look, I can look forward to that. No problem. Um, oh, I. Too late now. I exit out of it, but I think the six had the same hops. It was like Mosaic and Vic Secret, or oh. I know Mosaic was in it. I was just reading it. But I went to type it in, so I left the page.
0: I wonder if the um, the flavor, like the malt flavor, is different between them. They use like the similar hops or whatever. Similar brew style,
2: whatnot. I'll go back and look in a second once I finish.
3: Anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: While we're on that. Awkward silence. Untapped. Let's see. Where does it go? Yeah, this says Mosaic Cryo Hops on here as well. So that's corroborated. <laughs>
2: But what does number six say?
1: It says Citra, Mosaic Cryo Hops.
2: So it's Citra instead of Vic Secret, maybe.
1: Well, Vic Secret wasn't on the untapped listing for either of them.
2: Um, It's on their website.
1: Oh, is it? Okay, well, untapped doesn't say anything about that. This says that the six had tangerine, mango, pineapple, papaya, grapefruit, and honeydew.
0: Ooh, papaya. That's what that was. I said mango. You said mango. no. Yeah. <laughs> I did say, man, no. <laughs> but, yeah, that's but that's what was in the six.
1: Mm. So now what's in the seven? That's what's in the six. So I don't know. Maybe some of it was held over.
0: I mean, on that burp right there is kind of mingo-y. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I know. You're impressed. You get it. Oh damn it! I just looked at what the score you gave it.
0: <laughs>
4: Why do we do this? <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, you guys are probably in suspense. Uh, I gave it a four and a half. Uh, I think it's pretty solid. The 80 IBUs are kind of off-putting, especially since it is supposed to be a New England style. Uh, But one of my favorite New England styles is a 110 IBUs.
1: This doesn't say it's a New England style.
2: Oh. I just... It just looks like one because it's so yeah. hazy. It kind of maybe
0: it's just a like, hazy IPA, not really a New England. So. It just says
1: American, but okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, look at look it. look at it. Yeah, look <laughs> at it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm uh, just but, reading. Yeah. God. Right. So, anyways, the eighty percent kind of brings it down a little bit. It's not anything higher, but it's definitely like in the mode IPAs, and it, like the I think the hop like profile kind of fits well with any other Mm -hmm. type, you know, they just match well for
2: these. So I gave it a (laughs) 4.5. Shocker. (laughs) Hand holding. Basically every episode we hand hold.
3: Um, Yeah. I just don't let go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Walk
2: around skipping with our hands (laughs) held together. Um, But I, yeah, I really love like the, the pineapple flavor really comes through and it's like those fruit flavors are enjoyable. And I don't even mind the bitterness. Like, it's not as bad as I would anticipate with 80. Like, I mean, it's there, but I would expect it to be worse. But these nice fruit juicy flavors are kind of saving it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that doesn't, it's not really the flavor that sticks with me, even though it's there. Like, mm-hmm. I get all those memories from when I took, first took my sip and it was nice and juicy. But,
1: <laughs> Covering for the harsh yeah, aftertaste. Yeah. There's no covering that up. It's all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Well, back to the story. We're going to talk a little bit about Bullseye before we talk about the actual story. Uh, the character's first appearance was in Daredevil 131. Please remember the the number 131. It's up in my steel trap. All right. So this was in March 1976 when that 131 is released. Bullseye's real name and origins are unknown. He has used the name Benjamin Poindexter on several occasions, but there are also instances where his name is Lester. The Ministries... Mini-series? Four. Oh, sorry. I thought ministries. No. <laughs> the Ministries. The mini-series Bullseye, Greatest Hits 2014, developed four. the characters of 2004. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can't read. The mini-series.
0: <laughs> I heard... You. i just not going to fix my reading problems because I'm terrible. The miniseries Bullseye, Greatest Hits 2004, developed the character's backstory, but also revealed that some of or all of it have been fabricated, probably by Bullseye himself. In the series, Bullseye's name was Leonard. So, he's pro- So he's <laughs> probably either Spock or Friends of Sheldon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There are multiple origin stories for Bullseye, but the one that that closely resembles the one from the season three is as follows, and is mostly made up by Bullseye himself in the comic. Bullseye grew up in the Bronx, where he lived with his brother and his abusive father. His brother's main form of recreation was playing with rifles, leading Bullseye to become an expert shot. When he was 10 years old, his brother started a fire in their home in an unsuccessful attempt to kill their father. Shortly afterwards, Bullseye was placed in a foster home and became a baseball player in high school. Bullseye was an extremely talented pitcher and was offered a scholarship, but instead opted to enter the minor leagues. After three games, he was called up to play a sold out major league game. He had surrendered no hits the entire game, and in the bottom of the ninth inning with two outs, he became bored and requested the coach, Poe. The coach pulled him from the game. The coach refused and insisted that he finish the game. The opposing team's batter mocked him, accused him of cowardice. Bullseye threw the ball at his head, killing him. And as the ball struck, he said one word, and that was Bullseye. He was barred from professional baseball and convicted of manslaughter. His cold demeanor and unique skill, however, meant subsequent recruitment by the National Security Agency as an assassin was inevitable. And he was soon assigned to train Contras in uh, Nicaragua. Well, I set up uh, Paulo. 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 his hapless uh, Nicaraguan, Nic- Yes. Nicaraguan translator, as the leader of the New Force, and let the word spread around. He planned to invite several organized crime heads to broker a new deal with him as Paolo.
3: Paolo.
1: <laughs>
0: Paolo. Paolo. was his supposed right hand man. He would take their money and disappear, presumably leaving Paolo to suffer the wrath of Mafia, Russia Mafia, uh, Yakuza, which is from Yakuza. the Hakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza's from the Daredevil series, mm-hmm. and several other criminal elements. However, before the deal could be finalized, the Punisher, Frank Castle, arrived. Castle killed all the organized cream leader,
3: Cream leaders? <laughs> <laughs> you <need to> stop.
0: <laughs> I was trying to run through that. Castle killed all the organized crime leaders in a fiery explosion from which Bullseye barely escaped. The two engaged in a fierce battle in which Bullseye was able to wound Punisher and evade or disable several of his weapons. Bullseye then used some of the blood-ridden mud to paint a bullseye on his forehead, mocking Castle's inability to hit him. The fight concluded when the DEA agents arrived, then the Punisher fled. Bullseye turned himself in to the DEA agents and soon was assigned to infiltrate the Kingpin's criminal empire. He obtained a costume fled yet again and became one of the most dangerous hitmans in the world sounds familiar
1: kind
2: of like the baseball parts yeah but he wasn't in major, major league. league he was like a little kid on the minor league mm-hmm. and he and killed inst-
1: his coach yeah. not the other person yeah the, the
2: coach player. was trying to pull him and he wanted to stay in the game so yeah. it's like opposite yeah he wanted that perfect game because uh i guess he wanted it, he thought p- it would bring his parents back or something yeah yeah
3: <clears throat>
0: and like his parents died, it's not like they just gave him away or whatever. Right?
2: Yeah, we didn't really see how he got to the orphanage, so maybe his brother did burn down the house and all that. But yeah, you like, don't know. You don't really have that many.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, details. Yeah, and we didn't get to see what happens next. So maybe he does encounter Frank Castle in because mm-hmm. that's coming back for season two. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> and... that'd be a good. And at the end of this series, he does get his bones uh, filled with adamantium. They're not allowed to say
2: adamantium. (laughs) I
0: know they're not allowed to, but it happened.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: So we're back to the 13 show format.
2: Which I'm okay with with Daredevil. Yeah. We weren't upset about it. (laughs) No. Daredevil's like the only one that can pull it off, I think, because there's enough characters and you care about them more than Luke Cage. There's like not really any side characters, so it's just... Luke Cage the whole time, right? Or Misty, but yeah.
3: The-
0: I was kind of like watching this, wondering when are we gonna see Daredevil take his costume back? Yeah. I know that's what I was waiting for too. So I mean, I know that they had to cut him out of the costume when they you know rescued him mm-hmm. and took him to the, the uh, Saint Agnes. Uh, but it's like, well, there was a suit right there,
2: and Melvin just tried to set him up. I thought maybe he'd get one of his other iconic costumes, Like right. A new one, yeah, yeah, like the black one or the yellow one that he mm-hmm. wore wears in the comics, like something different. But that no was pee. the original, <laughs> yeah.
0: black, yellow, and red. Yeah, so it was like a bumblebee that was bleeding or something. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think the series kind of started off uh, fairly well. I mean, you only had Daredevil for the first like episode.
1: Yeah, you kind of saw yeah.
0: the underwritings of what was going to happen with the
2: kingpin and turning in the, uh, uh, the FBI agents are kind of introduced a little yeah. bit to see the set Albanians, that up. That's what I'm thinking. Al- yeah, the, the Albanians. Albanians in the case. So
0: that's episode two, but um, he's willing to make a deal. Uh, the scene where you see Ray and Nadine kind of developed as a, here's what's happening to my family. I didn't realize that it was going to play that major, big of a role. It just kind of yeah. seemed like it was just exposition that yeah. we didn't need. I thought
2: it was just setting up. He's like a nice guy. He wants to help his family. Like, yeah. okay.
0: Or setting up basically for him to take bribes. Yeah. It kind of it set that up or the, that tone.
1: Either um, way, somehow he was going to be involved with money mm-hmm. or right. something, you know. Because
2: okay. he's broke and he needs to he wants to help his sister yeah.
0: so what was your first thought when we were watching that first episode i remember you telling me something specifically about that episode uh when he found out everything was going he couldn't aff- they couldn't afford food at one yeah. point yeah. and then he like woke up in the morning grabbed his gun
1: oh i totally thought he was gonna kill himself or shoot up the fbi yeah. or a bank yeah and then he
0: ended up in the fbi like oh that just kind of yeah, I was, yeah. Me. I was like oh my
2: god i was kind of expecting yeah i
1: expected him to go into like a bank and shoot it up or like some sort yeah. of major thing that sarah week. and
2: i were both watching like oh no what's he gonna do <laughs> and then he goes to work I was like, oh that's not what i was expecting <laughs> yeah
1: it's definitely like you're like oh shit where's he gonna yeah. go where's he taking his gun mm-hmm. and we're like because he like locked it up in tents like it looked like yeah it. which i mean you should do but <laughs> it was just Especially like really in- Yeah, it was just really intense for him to like bring it all out uh-huh. and then all of a sudden like leave. Like mm-hmm. it was just like, Oh god, where is he taking this? But yeah. So it was just seemed like it was gonna be a more intense moment than him just like, Oh, go to work.
2: <laughs> and then the first episode also has Matt trying to recover his senses because he yeah. died basically yeah and then now he can't hear or something and his so, right ear
1: was yeah gone so
2: when he can't hear he can't see because that's how he sees right i'm pretty sure he broke his back too i would
3: and imagine like yeah.
0: all that shit falling on you mm-hmm. so the recovery time was lengthy so we're not really sure like how long he was there
3: mm-hmm.
0: it didn't like portray
2: any time. No, they, you, they didn't give you any essence of how long he was laying there. Like she kind of made it seem like uh Sister Maggie Maggie, Maggie I was going to say Maria. Uh yeah. she made it seem like he's been in, down there pouting for a while and he needs yeah. to like get up so like instead of just showing him for two months laying there, they kind of just hinted at he's been there laying there for a while.
1: Yeah, they didn't even give us any like Nature reference, like as far as like snow to summer or summer to snow or any sort of like timeline, so it was kind of hard to tell. New
0: York, you just anticipate it being spring to summer, like Mm -hmm. you you don't really know where it is. Is it fall? I don't really, there's no trees downtown unless you go to
3: Central Park. Yeah,
2: are they wearing coats or are they not wearing coats? I mean everybody was wearing coats like <laughs> i think they wear courts coats in every season of this show so it's like i don't know it all yeah. takes place the same day as far as I know. <laughs> yeah they all have fbi jackets yeah. or whatnot well
1: and then karen page is like covered head to toe anyway so mm-hmm. it's like we don't know because she's just wearing that so nobody recognizes her so <laughs> yeah. you don't know if it's actually naked or not
2: mm-hmm. she's got her hood up over her head and everything
1: yeah
3: yeah
2: i think one of the
0: most the the pivotal scenes uh that had to do with the turning of decks would be the uh, firefight that he was in with the Albanians mm-hmm. where he saved everybody's life. Yeah. And at that point I knew he was somebody, but I didn't know who he was Yeah, at first. I didn't. So I was either. like, like, Oh, like we, we, we know who Frank Castle is. That's not Frank Castle. I know. Like, right. when he
2: first started shooting everybody, it's like, oh, Sarah was like, oh, the Punisher is here. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, he, he probably wants to kill Fizz because, like, he, the yeah. way they talked in prison, then it wasn't him. And I was like, oh, wait, who's this guy? Right. And it took a while for it to realize, it. oh, yeah. bullseye. Yeah. I didn't
0: actually get to it until the scene where he dressed up as Daredevil, and he broke into the the reporter the, the news station. Yeah. That's when the I, ball
2: yeah, oh, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm bad. I always Google their names and try to figure out, oh what, like <laughs> who's who's this name linked to in comics. Yeah, I try not to do that. <laughs> like,
0: I I immediately look up like IMDb and be like, oh yeah, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. But um, not not with this, but I kind of figured it out uh, pretty organically. Which is really nice. Yeah,
2: once the once that uh, that episode happens and he's throwing like the scissors and stuff, yeah, it's like everything. oh obvious. Yeah, <laughs> like the, it's either gambit or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or bullseye. You have two choices in the Marvel universe. <laughs> and he's not throwing like playing cards, so right. right. Yeah, uh, the the baseball that kind of
0: tipped me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not because I knew the Frank Miller storyline or I knew any of the the Daredevil star- storylines, but how dead
2: shot he was yeah
0: like he was thrown he had a perfect game he threw uh a hole into the wall mm-hmm. of the- I'm like he's pretty accurate there's only one person that mm-hmm. accurate and i think that's bulls but i'm not sure and then he killed the coach by throwing the ball against the uh, the post the post so it was interesting for this episode uh, for this season that we had two flashback
2: episodes yeah They did Bullseye's a little differently, where Mm -hmm. Fisk is, like, in the flashback. It's, like, him, how he pictures the world, and we kind of learn more about Fisk at the same time we learn about Bullseye. It's kind of cool how they did that. How he kind
1: of is, like, meta thinking about everything. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Sherlock a little bit. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. He's in his
0: mind palace. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, And then then the Karen Page
2: one, which... I was watching Daredevil. I'm not watching yeah, Karen Page. I liked that I finally figured out her backstory, but it could have been yeah. like a f- five-minute flashback. It didn't even do a whole episode. Like
1: It was a little obnoxious. <laughs> I was just like, okay, her life screwed up. We get it. It's like,
2: good, okay, I know who this character is, but I don't need this much information. Like, okay, yeah, we. that's how it happened.
1: But- I
0: mean, it makes sense because Karen Page in the comic books is dealing with drugs and alcohol. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. Oh, he killed your brother. You should be fucking
2: in jail. Mm-hmm. But her, the officer lets her go, right? Because of her dad, right? Um, yeah, it was just
1: a mess. I just like that we're like so obsessed with the fact that she killed her brother, but her brother totally like went after, down, or, <laughs> went after a drug dealer, it like burned down his house. That's the worst <laughs> thing you could do. Like, don't be stupid. Yeah, right. Like, if you're trying to save your sister, that's not the way you're gonna do it.
2: You're just gonna piss that people was a off. Bad plan. Yeah. So mm. I was
1: just like, you're dumb.
2: Whatever happened to Todd? She like beats him with a pole post or something, but we don't know. Really she shoots see him, him in again. the arm. Yeah, but like where's he now? <laughs> yeah, he's where, gone. Is he gonna be a villain in next season? Right. <laughs> I don't oh, think no. the name comes up. Uh, it's like it's usually, you know. usually if you leave a character bruised in the past, they come back to haunt you. hmm
1: Well, considering he was doing what he was doing, he he's thought probably not dead.
0: alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like the last episode is rushed. How do you feel about that?
4: Mm.
0: Like the conclusion and everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, it kind of jumps straight to that point. It's kind of building up to it for a while, and then it's like, here it is. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean.
1: I feel like the second to last episode was slow, Mm -hmm. and then the last episode was
2: fast. It's like, how are they going to wrap this up? in one hour yeah 55 minutes if this last hour was this slow how are they gonna wrap and then nope there it is (laughs) well especially
0: since like you're thinking why couldn't he do that in the first place (laughs) like everything that he did like why couldn't that happen did he actually need the wedding to happen for him to be there and why was he
2: saving their lives but also beating him up like he doesn't, he doesn't want, him want to him, die. He, he doesn't want Bullseye to kill him, but he's he's planning on killing him. <laughs> I think he. I, but I
1: think Bullseye killing him was his plan. Yeah, but well, he keeps he like interrupting
2: going, it. <laughs> but he
0: wasn't going after Bullseye. He kept going after he
2: Vanessa. Kept going after <laughs> Vanessa. And he doesn't want him to kill Vanessa. Because Vanessa, he finds out Vanessa ordered the kill mm-hmm. on Julie, so he's trying to kill Vanessa
1: on Nadim. Vanessa tried.
2: Vanessa ordered the kill on Julie too. No, she didn't. No, she she didn't. wasn't in the picture. Oh, really? Oh then why he is he trying to kill?
0: Because
1: he
2: took
0: cuz
1: this took oh, away his woman, right. so he's trying to take away this okay, woman. Okay, yeah.
2: That's where I was leading. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I get it. Uh if you're trying to keep her alive, but you're also thinking that could be as a lawyer, the biggest thing that you could prove that she ordered the hit on mm-hmm. somebody. So, don't make a martyr out of either of them
1: (laughs) right
3: get him
0: to corroborate anything like that
1: yeah well plus he you know wants him to be alive and he wants him to suffer yeah
2: like see that he lost yeah like killing him kind of puts him out of his misery
1: or yeah doesn't prove anything except for the fact that he finally got an act of violence you know
2: yeah and then it turns daredevil into a villain too right and he's trying to prove that he's not a villain by right uh, throwing fisk back in prison
1: Plus, you know, he wants to redeem himself and the Daredevil character. Mm-hmm, exactly. So. Yeah, kind of
0: hoping
2: that this is the end of Fisk. But, Sh- I mean, where are we going I th- from here? You I know? think Vanessa will be the villain, like the new Kingpin.
1: Probably. Yeah. I feel like it's taking a joy turn.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. I just, I'm just not sure where we go he- from here.
3: Yeah. They what didn't really mean? like
2: leave it open for
0: like well, we did, b- bullseye's coming back they did there's a little bit of a thing that they left it open to
2: but I mean that could just be a Frank Castle lead in you know yeah uh, before true. we get to that I've got to mention in episode 4 there's that prison hallway fight scene oh yeah like they remembered the hallway fight scene was the thing people remembered from the first season mm-hmm. so they made a new they just did mm-hmm. it again but they did it 11 minutes long it's a third one
0: because there was a hallway fight scene. There's a in hallway defenders. fight
2: scene in every one of these, if you pay yeah. <laughs> yeah. attention closely. But they're all trying to be as good as the Daredevil one. And this one's the only one that's finally topped it, I think. Because it's 11 minutes. There's no cuts. It's all one scene. Like, Yeah,
1: it's intense.
2: And it's like the most realistic because he's like out of breath. And he's like yeah, fighting. Dragged and, along yeah. and
1: fallen over. And
0: Well, it's not that he's out of breath. He caught the needle needle first into the palm yeah right so but you can see him like heavy
2: breathing like and still fighting these guys and like falling down and getting beat up and bleeding and like right i mean it has i think a lot to do with the drugs that he was you
1: know injected with or whatever but
2: and a lot to do with the actor had to film this scene like four times in a row (laughs) and i'm sure you'd be out of breath if you do an 11 minute long scene like this intense right yeah for sure
1: yeah, that was amazing.
0: Which kind of leads into a Frank Miller story for one of the Easter eggs I have written down um, in the comic books "Born Again" that we previously mentioned. Kingpin uh, kidnaps the Daredevil after knocking him out somehow, drugs related, and throws him into a taxi and oh, right, drowns him. But he gets out, obviously. <laughs> So, does. very similar situation here where he escapes this 11 minute fight scene <laughs> in the prison. It falls asleep in this. Falls asleep in the, in the cab, and it happened to be one of the uh, people for Fisk and drops him into the water. So, that's one of the the good old Easter eggs that we're going to be coming up to. After uh, our beer? Oh, yeah, we're definitely. Before we do get to the Easter eggs, we're, we have. You
1: kind of already did one.
0: Well, I know, but all of them. (laughs) The end teaser to be explained also (laughs) after the beer. So we're going to take a a mini break right here. We're going to hear from one of the glorious podcasts that are a part of our network. And then, you know, from whatever you want is happening (laughs) here. Uh, The beer that we have is from Stone. And I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to. But it's like Z. Xenomorph. 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 Yep, the Xenomorph.
4: <laughs> All right, take a break. If you were looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Buffalo, the industrial powerhouse of the early 20th century. The grain elevators now stand silent on the shores of the Great Lakes, casting their shadow on the City of Light. A city known for blizzards, chicken wings, and Super Bowl losses, where even the natural magnificence of Niagara Falls can't help but magnify the rusted-out shell of a once-great city. Not anymore. Buffalo is a city on the rise again. New industry, green spaces, waterfront development, and the revival of Buffalo's proud brewing past are building the new Buffalo. With over 25 local breweries opened in the last decade, Buffalo has an amazing brewing community. Join me as I talk to local brewers about making great beer. Sometimes we talk about the 716, and sometimes we talk shop to help you brew better. Find us at WNY.beer or on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at wny brews. Alright, welcome back.
0: We now have our second beer of so Stout beers from Stone. I uh, don't if we ever had Stone. The Wood Oh yeah, the Wood We did have the Wood on here. Yep, you're right. All right. Besides so, that, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. So we have the uh, Zocovesa.
1: X in Spanish language is pronounced like Z. So it's Zocovesa. I
0: thought I'd say. Mm I don't know. A traditional too special to skip. This is a beloved stout. When first introduced as a limited special collaborative release with San Diego home brewer Chris Banker after his recipe won our annual home brew competition. And
1: (laughs) in Insergente.
0: It was an instant hit and fans began clamoring for its return. Seeing as how amazing flavor profile is evocative,
1: yes. Yep. Seeing how its amazing flavor flavor profile is evocative of Mexican hot chocolate featuring coffee, pasilla peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, and a generous amount of our own in-house made chocolate, we concluded that it was the perfect stout to re-release in celebration of the holidays and the entire winter season. This is now a highly anticipated yearly tradition that we are pleased to present from us to you and makes a perfect wintry gift from you to your friends, loved ones, or simply yourself. Cheers.
0: What she said. <laughs> uh, I figured I'd just jump in Thank on that because
1: of the yeah. Espanol language. Yeah. I just gotcha. Words. I'm
0: words American. are hard
1: when it's not in you know your native tongue.
0: Yeah, so ABV is 8.1%. IBU is 50. I struggle what? with words when
2: they are American. <laughs> <laughs>
0: English. Come on, sir.
1: Your cat is obsessed with you. Are you surprised? I
2: don't know why he's upset. Mm -hmm. He's just noisy. He's a cat.
1: That's what he does.
2: I usually have dogs to edit out, so that's much quieter. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. All right, so Stone.
0: Where's Stone located?
2: California. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's probably why they hooked up with a home brewer. Well, every home brewer's dream, having like a brewery come after you.
2: Yeah, like a nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because Stone's like all over the country. Mm, oh, for sure. Um, I'm not going
0: to open up the uh, Digo beers for this one. <laughs> it's dark. We're looking at a Dark night. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason to look at that.
1: You can't really okay. see through it at all, so.
0: All right, so yeah. we'll jump to the can after we denoted that this is a Dark night. Uh, it's your basic stone label, but in a canned form, right? So you have the, the devil, uh, logo, which is why I picked it for
2: this episode. I think he's a gargoyle. But with devil horns.
1: (laughs) Gargoyles have horns. But uh, yeah, I could see it being a gargoyle.
2: I think that's what, whatever his name is. Because it's stone. Greg Coke or Koch or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. I think he... He gave got on Barrel Chat because they called it a devil, <laughs> and it was. He's like, um, "Good, thanks for reviewing my beer. It's a gargoyle." <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> yeah, I can
0: see it being a gargoyle. Gargoyle, that's fine, but I, I mean, it's kind of like it a looks devil like a devil. Horns, you know. I, I think it was fitting.
2: If it was red, it would look just like your standard devil. The right. horns and, and the ears.
0: Honestly, yeah. we had our Daredevil Brewing Company. I just want something similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did go to the liquor store looking for a totalitarian, but we couldn't find any, and we found this, and then when I was out getting my specials uh, beer that I got for the extra session, found the totalitarian. Oh, jeez. I was like, oh, come on. Did you get that too? No, I didn't uh, want to buy
2: it. Uh, I told him to. She
0: actually did, which is surprising, but she's been liking the stouts more, but I, th- I thought she would enjoy this one more when she
2: like perked up. I was like, <gasps> so I just bought it. There's like a lot going on on this uh, Yeah, as far as the words at the bottom, all the ingredients. And then just like the design on the can. Yeah. It's like, like
1: stripes with flowers? Um,
2: ugly Christmas sweater maybe? Because I said yeah. something oh. about being a Christmas
1: seasonal. That's true. <laughs> Holiday season type, know.
2: yeah. Take or fireworks. It.
1: They kind of look like, yeah, I guess it could be fireworks or snowflakes or flowers. Yeah. I'm not really sure. But I, I, I like, like the, the flight, color. The, color. Yeah. the yeah, color. That light blue and that light green with the black looks mm-hmm. really slick.
2: Uh, and I, I like the font they chose for the the name of the beer, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's like a mix of like Hispanic and like southern United States. It reminds
2: me of the movie Coco, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I would probably give this can like a four point five I or like a it five if I were just rating based off the can. I
2: would put it on my shelf,
0: oh, yeah. That's uh, cool.
2: Keith is getting
1: one of these. <laughs> <laughs> With beer inside? Oh, yeah. If yeah. there's oh. <laughs> any left tomorrow. Yeah, I have a, we have a six pack. Oh, oh that's yeah, true. we got to um, save a couple, though. <laughs> we have people who have claimed them already, though.
0: Yeah, I do have I have a friend who's claimed one already. So. Trading
1: mm-hmm. us beer for beer.
0: Yeah, uh, which is nice. Completely um, fair. Dark Knight. Might as well just jump to that. It's going to be the last one on our list. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you already said
3: that.
1: But I yeah. See,
2: it is darker. Reiterating. Going in order from what we normally do. Sniff it. Smells peppery,
1: spicy. Yeah, <laughs> that smells delicious though. Oh, chocolatey and peppery. Yeah,
0: the pasilla. It's kind of pasilla peppers. Pasilla, my pants. Pasilla.
1: Pasilla. Yes, because it's double L.
0: Or España, it's pasilla.
1: Yeah, or ja, if you're gonna go there. But um, I, I, it's <laughs> California, so I'm gonna assume that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: like, oh, yeah, I was a big fan of the España. I was a Bartholomew fan.
2: If you sniff hard enough and ignore the peppery flavor, um, cinnamon.
0: Cinnamon, yeah, mm. yeah, definitely cinnamony. I was thinking about that chocolatey kind of. Yeah, definitely smell the chocolate. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I, yeah, I get see, the chocolate too. Because I kind of smell like a some kind of like I want to say hazelnut coffee, but it's something like a cinnamony coffee smell mm-hmm. type thing. So I'm interested to see the two flavors of vanilla and chocolate interacting. I heard they released actual chocolate to go along with this, to, like, pair with it. Yeah, they make their own chocolate in-house. hmm I'm kind of, I mean, want I some. Do like, I, <laughs> I do like the, the, like, when they do chocolate and chili or, like, dark chocolate and chili powder type oh thing. Oh, my I goodness, do. It'd yeah, be so cool it if the six-pack came
2: with, like, a bar, like,
1: like taped a, to like the side yeah. or something. Like a little like square piece?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. No. Yeah. I
2: got the golden ticket. <laughs>
3: Are <right>, you
1: ready? <laughs> uh, yes. Born ready. Hmm. Up front.
0: Not a fan of up front. But the way that it finishes is actually really nice. I
2: expected it to be like spicy based on the Mm -hmm. smell of it.
1: That The front flavor is weird. Mm -hmm. It's not at all what I expected.
2: Yeah. But then like the follow through is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Chocolatey. I'm still tasting the the chocolate. I got
1: pepper after flavor
0: too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't get any pep. I didn't really get much pepper
2: after flavor more of a cinnamon chocolatey you have to take a good inhale of mm-hmm. the beer as yeah. you're swallowing to get like and then that pepper will linger more yeah it,
1: on the swallow it's kind of bitter. Yeah.
2: it is it's mm, more like a bitter coffee than a, yeah. like a sweet chocolate
1: yeah it's not as sweet as i would assume so considering they call it a sweet
2: yeah um uh, they call I it would a lie to you it's Mexican hot chocolate. Well, I guess I don't know how Mexicans drink their hot chocolate, but
1: yeah. spicy. <laughs> Apparently,
0: I, I would be lying to you if I said that I wasn't enjoying this. this
2: I do like enjoy. It's good. like I. It's unique, and I like it for that fact. Yeah.
1: Eh. <laughs> I'm not impressed.
0: Am I gonna grab another one? Maybe, but am I gonna buy another six pack of it? Probably not. I'll drink it till it's gone. Or trade it away until it's gone. Speaking of all that nonsense.
1: It's thinner than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah,
0: That's kind of what I was thinking too. I was hoping it was a little bit darker. Um, We have 4,000 ratings on Beer Advocate, which is nice. Mm -hmm. To have something that fulfilling. Uh, 4.34 out of 5. With a 9.22% standard deviation. Because we have so many ratings, I want to take a look at the histogram uh, about four and a quarter is what most people are giving it.
3: Yeah.
2: On... on Nope. Rate beer. We've got 1,174 ratings. Usually it's wow. like three. <laughs> That's a lot of ratings for rate beer. Um, 99 overall in 92 style, which is insane for rate beer. Um, f- f- For the... Out of five, it's got 3.91. It also says there's ingredients list, water, barley, malt, wheat, malt, rye, yeast, lactose, cocoa, cacao, <laughs> coffee, hops, chili, cinnamon, vanilla, nutmeg, which I've never seen them actually like list the ingredients on right Beer either.
0: Right. Maybe because this is more of a commercial product. It could be. Yeah, because Stone is a little bit more popular.
2: They're not owned by one of the big ones, are they? Like partially owned, maybe? I don't know. I, How they distribute like across the country like that.
0: I mean, they're not, they are part of independent. Yeah,
2: so they must be at least 51% independent. Yeah. I mean,
0: they probably just have a really good marketing mm-hmm. and distribution uh, center. What are hmm. we looking at on, on tap?
1: So I'm looking at the overall ratings right now just because I was interested to see what they, how they uh, serve it. And it's Taster and Can come in at that bottom end of how people rate this. And they actually say they have it on a Nitro, Oh. which would probably be really good. I think that would be
3: even better. Yeah, because so.
1: I wasn't super impressed with it. But overall, on Untapped, it has a 4.10, and they're are 115,000 ratings a little bit more than that actually and then let's see the can like we have is 4.01 bottle 4.13 and then draftus 4.12 and like i said nitro which was a little bit higher was 4.24 um yeah. apparently people really like it when they get it in a growler because that has 4.26 for some reason but i feel like if you're gonna buy a growler you already know you yeah, like it so that's, that's kind why, of yeah. silly
2: the tasters there's like 2,000 of those that's huge for tasters they don't usually check in that high
1: yeah but i just find it interesting that they call this an imperial milk sweet which i don't really think that fits yeah that's a weird the title because i don't really consider it that sweet Mm. And it's the- not really milky. It's not <laughs> thick like I would assume it would be if it was a, like a milk stout, like a true milk stout. But I don't know.
0: Uh, speaking of all that, we've actually had two friends checking in. But we've had f- five check-ins from
2: the two of them. Oh, I've got an extra one.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, I have, I'll say mine and you can fill in the blanks. I have uh, Mr. V 6, uh, Chris Leland. He, um, he gave it a five. <laughs> Every single time that he tried it, all three of his ratings are a five. He loves it. He really does love it. And
2: And He's friends with Jason Voorhees, apparently.
0: Yeah. (laughs) My friend Jason V. Yeah, probably. I see see that. He probably just grabbed it that way. And (laughs) then Mike from Pacific Beer Chat. uh, He gave it a 4 his first time having it, and then a 4.75 his second time. And it is a year difference. Jan 1st, 2017, and then Jan 10th, 2018. So I wonder if the 2018 batch... Uh, or the late 2017 batch is better than the late 2016 batch.
2: Yeah, he didn't post a picture the second time. I was wondering if, like, he aged it a year, to s- oh, and that's and maybe, why it's yeah. changed.
0: Because the first one, he was at a tap house, so probably had it on tap. And the other one was at a lodge, and he had it in a bottle. So I don't know if it's, like, you know, kind of kept. Or yeah.
2: I also got Aaron Hansen. He checked it in one, two, three, four times. But each time he gave it a 4.25. Nope, nope. one time he gave it a
3: 3.75. Yeah,
0: so apparently uh, Mr. Gombi6 had it in Feb of 2016 and then December of 2016. And then he had it uh, the last time was May or March of eighteen. And he said every single time a friend gave this to me a bit ago. So I wonder if <laughs> they got like a six pack and he's been holding them. Just keeps giving them out every time. You know what? <laughs> every Probably. time,
2: every time Chris comes over, I'm gonna give him this beer so until I get rid of him.
0: Right. That's a that's a possibility. <laughs> or he gave him a six pack, and he's been holding on to them and trying them every. Yeah. Beer. I mean, that'd be something that we would do. I got
2: some woods up there, agent, in my house. Uh, 18 or 17? I got two
0: 18s. Yeah, I saw a couple of 18s at the liquor store when I was doing the shopping of this. I'm probably going to purchase one <laughs> and just uh, throw it in the cabinet up there. Yeah. And just forget about Let it. Let it sit
2: there. I figure we'll drink it here eventually, and then in a couple of years, drink it again and see. <laughs>
1: see How what I, happens. Yeah,
2: I can't wait for the... Uh,
0: 'Cause we're on stone, I can't wait for the variant to come out.
3: Oh
2: god, they have, do such good variants of mm-hmm. that, but they're just so hard to find this far from mm-hmm. California. Right. Like you gotta know somebody at a yeah. distributor or a liquor store or something.
0: Yeah, we gotta trade for it. Uh all right, well I'm in. Are you in? You get to it? Oh wow. Al, are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, you can get it started this time, since this is finally a beer that you'll drink and rate. Okay. I checked it
2: in. Hopefully, it's different than what you put. It. <laughs>
1: it's definitely different than what I put. I can guarantee. You. I gave it a 2.75. I'm not impressed. Hmm. The name is a letdown. <laughs> I said that I liked the smell, and I was upset by the upfront bitterness and lack of body overall. But the end. On the back the coffee pepper on the back was good but i just wish it was more chocolatey since it's supposed to be like hot Hot chocolate chocolate. Mm -hmm. like i get the hot with the pepper because you can't make a beer literally hot but there was i didn't really taste much chocolate as i was expecting to considering it was supposed to be a milk stout slash a sweet milk stout so it was just like that's not what i got at all so just wasn't impressed it wasn't bad it's not like i'm not gonna finish this it's just i don't see it the name doesn't collude with what i'm tasting
0: I gave it a four and a half. Uh, this is a stout. Yeah. Like, this is legit stout. I, mean, I know. I mean, like, before when we had a stout, you're like, eh, it tastes like a stout. No, this is what a yeah. stout tastes like. So, with like, some add- additives. Yeah, with some yeah. additives. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, like, your definition of a hot chocolate and my definition of hot chocolate are different. Because I'm a Swiss Miss. Hot chocolate, you <laughs> Ghirardelli slash... Uh, like real chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, DeBrand's yeah. hot chocolate person. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, I we like I'm the a, cheap chocolate. <laughs> I'm a discerning
1: chocolatier, okay?
0: So this I mean, this did kind of have a little bit of the hot chocolate taste. But I mean, there was chocolatey taste.
2: I don't really get much. Um, but- I get it when I breathe out. Yeah. And more than when I, like, breathe it in. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Then there then the, the cinnamon on the back end was a little bit of spicy, and it was kind of smooth with the vanilla. I just thought it was a pretty good flavor profile to it. It was, the the peppers kind of, I don't know, in the middle, like, when you first hit the, like, first hit the sip, it just, there was that pepper. It just kind of fell it's off. It's weird. <laughs> not really sure what to make of it, but it didn't end badly. No. Normally, if I have anything pepper-related, it ends poorly.
1: <laughs> like of that the raspberry habanero or strawberry. Strawberry It feels like
2: Rasbanero is next year. Oh, yeah. my bad.
1: Come up with new ideas, guys. Watch out.
2: So this is going to surprise you. I did not give it a 4.5. <gasps> no I,
1: hand-holding. I'm Ooh. kind of
2: in between the two. I gave it a 4, so I'm closer to Dustin. But um. I really like it. It's unique, Mm -hmm. which also keeps it low for me because it's Mm -hmm. not something I'm going to go for a lot. I like that it's unique, but it it stands out that way. But it's also not something I'm going to keep grabbing because it is kind of a strange brew in a way. Um,
0: I would prefer getting a bottle of this. Yeah. refrigerated so then I can hold on to it for a little bit. Yeah. This is like one of those beers
2: where I do want to age it before cracking it open. I bet it would taste a lot different, like mm-hmm. next year, if we were drinking the same bottle or can. I just don't want to age a can. I just, yeah,
0: I just have something against aluminum. I don't know. <laughs> <And> <laughs> besides, I'm gonna to have to deal with it in my refrigerator. <laughs> if I if I stick it in a cabinet that I'm not gonna think about, you know, up above the refrigerator, or my wife can't reach it, be in her way. Nope. Uh, you know, it's
2: I, not a problem then. Like, I like the peppery notes, but they also kind of make it just weird. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. I'll drink it again, but it's not something I'm going to go back to over and over and again. And that's
1: funny because that's the exact what flavor profile should be if you're talking Mexican, hot chocolate. It's supposed to be yeah. pepper and cocoa, right? So, like, that should be expected, but I don't know. I just, I didn't get it.
0: I'd 100% anticipate uh, if I saw this anywhere, probably would get it on tap. Just at a restaurant, probably would.
2: Um, it depends
1: on know. what
2: you're eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a Mexican was restaurant, of course. A <laughs> Mexican restaurant, for sure. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I don't know. I like the idea, I just don't like the execution.
0: Yeah. All right, back to the show. Hmm. All right, so there was one bit about the... Hold
2: on, so you're implying the beer isn't part of the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the I, Daredevil I mean, part. <laughs> the oh, the, the TV show. The TV
0: show. Uh, all right, so we have a couple parts left. The the end teaser uh, is explaining... You wrote this up. Go ahead and um, talk about I that. I stole
2: this from IGN, actually. but <laughs> The clearest tease for a potential Season 4 comes at the end of Season 3 finale. Here we see paralyzed Benjamin Poindexter being operated by two spinal surgeons, one of whom is referred to as Dr. Oyama. In the comics, Dr. Oyama is a is better known as the Japanese crime boss, Lord, uh, Lord Dark Wind. He was responsible for developing the process that bonds adamantium to bone, which you might be familiar with, due to Wolverine. He's the most famous result of the experimental procedure, but Oyama also used this, his uh, scientific knowledge to cure Bullseye after his spine was shattered during a fight with um, Fisk
1: technically fisk in this one yeah <laughs> in the show it's Fisk. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i wrote the, i wrote the fisk yeah game. it was I, daredevil in the comics, in the comics but yeah. it's fisk yeah,
0: in this one fisk because that's what we're uh we're going with and i was like yeah we should probably update that <laughs> that's why i, I just skipped the daredevil part <laughs> yeah uh all right so we have a couple easter eggs uh that we're gonna you know kind of point to uh karen's wall of headlines uh every reporter has them on uh, a couple of them, she has the Battle of New York, which yeah. is the Avengers. You,
2: that's in like the earlier seasons, too, that same yeah. article. Uh, Harlem Terror, which is the Hulk. Mm. I wasn't uh, sure if that was the Hulk
0: Edward, or Luke Cage. <laughs> it's the, no, it's the Edward Norton Hulk.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh,
0: Fisk embraces the comic roots, finally. Mm-hmm. So the white suit, and he's done the nickname Kickman. Uh, he doesn't specifically refer or ask people to uh explicitly but the fbi, the FBI agents, agents, call agents call like him we out. don't call him by name we call him by yeah. mm-hmm.
2: right. i was waiting for that white white suit i'm surprised yeah. it took so long to get to that I and i was pretty excited <laughs> when i saw it Especially- and then
1: i was like why is he wearing white when he's cooking and i was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he has to
2: he always wears it. Yeah. I didn't notice did he have his like traditional cufflinks yeah. tra- yep. I know he had them with him but I didn't see him put them on like, yeah, oh no yeah,
1: there was is. like a whole minute of him <laughs> just like walking down the stairs messing with his cuffs yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Foggy's DA career so in uh, Daredevil 43 he was the DA and then he lost to Blake Tower so it's kind, kind of the opposite it <laughs> kind of flipped yeah uh, the deadly cab ride I already mentioned which yep. is Frank Miller born again Texas team Uh, The Magia crime families. So Agent Carter had a reference of this in the Agent Carter TV series. Uh, I only watched the first episode. Yeah, there was... um,
2: (laughs) I liked it. I just haven't caught up.
0: There was just, you know, she kind of fought the the Magia family. It was kind of like a Hydra Magia crime family Mm, type of thing. Uh, Wilson Fisk had a web diagram that was put together by Fongy. That showed him pointing, or the diagram had a connection to the Magia
2: uh, crime family. So back, we calm down. (laughs) Back in the fifties or whatever, like no,
0: apparently the resurgence. Oh, they're still around. Yeah, the new uh, like the the relatives, and so it's kind of like the you know beating the away. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) We talked about the bullseye baseball origin. So Mm -hmm. in this, he kills the coach, but in the comics, he actually kills a player or batter. Not the coach. Poindexter's apartment number, 131, is actually the first appearance of the Daredevil comic. I remember that number. (laughs) Right there in your dome. Uh, Karen escapes her comic book death. So in the comics, she actually dies in the church
2: where uh, Bullseye hits her with the... Yeah, so you're expecting her to die because yeah, right, a, a priest of, jumps in front.
0: Right, so a lot of the Daredevil fans were like, oh, shit, she's dying mm-hmm. in this episode. Well, said, father it doesn't actually Lantern happen. Does. The father, yeah. Lantham. Uh, Lantham takes her place. They subvert and then, your expectations in, there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And in the comic book, there's this iconic picture of... Of Matt holding the dying or dead Karen, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of reversed, and you see Karen holding holding the priest. No, a badly beaten Matt. Oh, that's right.
2: Well, she does hold the priest too.
0: too. She does hold the priest, yeah, you're right. So, either way. Uh, There's also a Spider Man shout out, a Miles Morales versus Peter Parker uh, battle montage hanging up in the wall of the gym. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's uh, one of the scenes that they're in there. There's one of those, you know, fight posters Mm -hmm. that say Peter Parker versus Miles Morales.
2: (laughs) Wow, that's interesting.
0: Um, But there's a lot of Daredevil and Peter Parker and, uh, well, Spider-Man and Daredevil type of Mm -hmm. interactions because all New York. And then the last one was the Lord Darkwing, which was uh, mentioned above. Yes. The last
1: part of that is that you see in the very last second of Poindexter waking up within a surgery, and he has the light shining, which make a bullseye in his yeah. eye. So that's that last little... Oh, hey, if you didn't get it by now. Yeah,
2: this is bullseye. <laughs> if you know, haven't, figured it out. It's not it Colin Farrell, but... <laughs> we all tried to forget that.
0: Yes, yes, we did. Uh, all right, so before we jump to... The, the new segment that I threw in there. It's not a new segment. We've been doing this segment you know, before. I like Just, the name you gave it, though. Yeah, it's a, a good name. Allison laughed at me and
2: said it was dumb. So, <laughs> I we, did. That's all that we're about is dumb on this show. <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was
1: like a Go-Go Gadget. It's
2: like, go, go, gadget, goza Because I
0: said, go, go, goza, and no, 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 sir. And she thought I said, noza. <laughs> noza. I
1: was like, go, go, gadget, nose <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, we're going to play the same old game. All right, you loved, you hated, and something that upset oh, you. Oh,
2: shoot. I right. wasn't anticipating this game. Uh-oh. I, sh- Uh-oh. I had a week to prepare for it, too.
0: All right, we're actually play this the right way. We're doing all three at the same time instead of round one. Oh, no. We're- so I'll go ahead and start off. What did I love? I loved.
1: Can I guess what you're gonna say? Yeah, go ahead. Maggie is actually Matt's mom. Boom.
0: Yeah, uh, I anticipated, especially because I knew his mother's name was Margaret. Yeah, or Maggie. Like, and we teased already? it in the Defenders episode. Yeah, like, it, it was a teaser. I mean, Maggie's, you know, he, you know, he's alive. So. The fact that it did come up and it kind of caused turmoil, but it really just kind of proves you are who you are, regardless of what happens. You can't anticipate, you know, you can't wish things were different for your life to be different. Things were in lack of a better way, how they're supposed to be. Right. So that would be my love. Okay. Uh, my hate was the, uh, just the inability of incorporating Bullseye into the story more. You you see that he's there, and you can piece together that he's Bullseye, but there's nothing that states that. Hey, I'm Bullseye. He never says his catchphrase. Yeah. Oh, Bullseye, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: Bullseye, uh, you know things like that. It's kind of origin story for him, so he's not fully Bullseye yeah, yet.
0: Yeah, right. I was kind of hoping that. He would use that
1: term just to, like, say it.
0: Bullseye. Without even, like... Or somebody saying that for him, you Mm. know, something like that. And something that, like, upset me was probably just how close to home the whole Foggy Nelson and Family Nelson with the meats and how just how little the crime families cared about how they're taking advantage of the people of Hell's Kitchen and it was almost like well how can we how like you can't do anything you're trapped y- yes you you understand that you're laundering money yeah but you, there's nothing you can do you're losing your business you can't just ruin these family's life yes he kind of made a bad decision he knew he was uh, signing fraudulent papers but i mean he's doing everything he can Is it almost kind of like it kind of broke my heart but it didn't but it's still kind of sad uh i don't know i was just it was like eh, poor Nelsons. <laughs> you know kind of in the main category but it was still poor nelson's
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to cracking my brain playing. i know i, I got my love
2: my love is everything <laughs> like i yeah. i love the whole series like the whole season it's like the best marvel season there's been since Daredevil season two, right? Like, I think they did everything right, so that's w- making my hate in my whatever the other <laughs> category was hard, right. like my dislike or whatever, harder to fill in. Like, I mean, how my dislike wasn't
0: even like super dislikey. I
2: think my dislike, I said already, was they want Foggy to quit his job being a successful
3: uh, lawyer. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's making tons of money being a lawyer to work making sandwiches yeah. did but not make it. S- yeah. he does
1: anyways
0: quits his big job <laughs> and works as Nelson and Murdoch again
2: yeah.
1: But, yeah but at least he's just something make lawyer money yeah, money. yeah. rather than
2: in chickens yeah like keep <laughs> your yeah keep your high powered lawyer job and just send money and let him hire somebody that just irked me like didn't make any then sense and it's
1: not a family business anymore
2: <laughs> it's being supplied by someone in the family
1: I know yeah. just yeah but I'm just yeah. Um, I don't
2: really have a hate like there's, mm. I don't. I can't really think of anything. Like, I mean, I hated know, the whole Vanessa thing. That didn't really bother I me. I feel
1: like she should have been more utilized.
2: It, yeah, they wait until like the last episode to bring her in. Even or though they're, they're they're talking about her the whole time. Shit. What an ungrateful bitch! <laughs> I gotta have that painting.
0: Fuck you, Fisk, for putting everything on hold for me. <laughs>
2: uh, okay
1: no it's not even all this for you it's not even that i just feel like it was she is pretty much the most powerful woman mm-hmm. in that room because she has fists wrapped mm-hmm. around her finger and i feel like they just played her off
2: but i think that's why they're setting her up for a season uh, yeah. down the line but they kind of wasted her during this season yeah
1: i feel like she definitely could have been more useful or more influential than she was
2: I guess one thing that upset me was like how the, all the FBI agents get taken advantage of. Not one of them is going to stand up to fist. They're like yeah. all you <laughs> do to is scramble. kill him like th- then your family's safe like <laughs> you're going to like kill countless other people right for him but if you just killed him you do it would be all be over. <laughs> so, and I don't
0: think anybody would say anything about it. They would just agree with you,
2: you know. Yeah they like, oh, yeah, good job. <laughs> right.
1: Depending like, on his power structure. I'm sure there's a next in line. But was
2: but there,
0: though? Was there a next in not line? Not until
2: Vanessa this? showed up. Like, there, right. There wasn't any... Like, everybody seemed like they were under his thumb. And, they were, like, even the lawyer... Yeah. It basically, it's yeah.
0: a point of Kingpin. Like, he's in
2: control of everything. Mm-hmm. Right. But if anybody yeah. so, just steps up and kills him, instead of that FBI agent killing her boss or whatever during that yeah. scene redeem. <laughs> Just go back and kill Fisk, and then if Everybody's you're going to kill saying- somebody, kill him. That was, like, the only thing. But I understood They're, they want to protect their families, so they know if they kill him, he'll... He probably has contingency plans to release something. Right. <laughs> but
1: Yeah.
2: He's always eight steps ahead, it seems like.
1: Yeah.
2: So, Would you come up with anything?
1: I mean, I kind of already said my hate. The lack of use of mm-hmm. Vanessa. Um, love... I think I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I love the story arc as far as Matt actually dealing with a lot of things that he wasn't prepared to deal with (laughs) in the last two seasons. Um, Coming to terms with what it means to be a person in a, you know, in a religion, but also dealing with society as it is. Mm -hmm. So kind of like bridging that gap between, well, this is what I believe, but this is what's happening. And how do I make those two things Mm -hmm. come to terms with each other? Um, And how do I believe in one thing and see this? Or how do I, you know, do this but not this to help people? Or what's acceptable and what's unacceptable? Um, And so that was really interesting to kind of see him struggle with that because I feel like a lot of people will struggle with that same thing. And I thought that was really relatable. Um, So that's what I liked about it. I liked the fact that it's relatable in that sense because I feel like a lot of people need that um and then dislike or something i would change um can we just say that bringing a known fugitive to a paper is a bad idea
3: (laughs) like why would you take him someplace place to take
1: so insecure when karen's dealt with all this shit with fisk before and Matt's dealt with all the shit with fiscal four, and dealt- Nelson's Nelson's right. done with all the shit with fiscal four. All they're before. gonna do is like interview and- him and
2: film it. Why does it have to be there? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like,
1: why would you not pick someplace way more secure?
2: I mean, it kind of goes with the, the whole. Idea of
0: making it like legit, you know. But you could just film it anywhere
2: and have yeah, in yeah. And, and him in. Call Nadim and send him, bring him in to have a relationship with him later. So right,
1: I just feel like, like I get the point. Like he had to do it, so Bullseye would show up and kill mm-hmm. everybody. But like for them, like dealing with all this stuff and knowing all these things, like sometimes I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, are you thinking?
2: Everybody, yeah. Everybody in this room is like under a microscope fisk wants you all dead so let's right. all put, bring you all together in and, our same like, room tell him where you are gonna be <laughs> right yeah
1: i just feel like they could have picked a better location that would have made more sense or less sense than that
2: but just go to the fbi headquarters where where matt was already at and do the interv- interview interview yeah <laughs>
1: i mean i don't know Well, obviously that wouldn't have been smart either because they were all under fist thumb but we didn't know that at the time but i mean still like i just feel
2: like if this guy's supposed to be in jail and he shows up in the fbi obviously there's something wrong (laughs) right
1: so i don't know i just feel like that was pretty dumb and kind of obvious like you knew that that wasn't going to happen like there's no way in hell fisk would let that happen so i just felt like that was like inevitable bad choices
3: and then
2: a a few minutes later try to do go to the jury and then of course, he's already got to the whole jury. Yeah, himself. I know. He's, yeah, you haven't outthought him. Like he's already a step ahead of you every time you try to do anything.
1: He had the head juror memorize your children's names and your addresses.
0: Did you come up with a sad one?
1: Because I have a second sad one. Oh, I was supposed to pick a sad one.
2: Oh, the sad one was uh, the father being. Oh uh, yeah, that Don't was mine. Know. Like him dying,
1: like his last words, asking Matt to forgive him, mm-hmm. and he knew that Matt could hear him, even though he was like using his last breath. I was like, oh my yeah. god, yeah, that was definitely my sad one too. Totes agree,
0: Melvin. Melvin. Yeah, that was that's, <laughs> that's a sad managers. one too. One of my sad moments. I told you that. I know
1: you we love Melvin, You're weirdo. Do, he's-
0: I mean, he's an ex-con trying to live the straight and narrow.
2: I like that he was throwing his saw blades because that's like his—he's the gladiator in the comics, and that's like yeah. his weapon of choice—the oh. saw blades. Uh, he's
0: just trying to do right. He's got a—he's got a girl now, and then even though of, it's his parole <laughs> officer, who's
1: <opposite. He's laughs> yeah. not supposed to be dating, and he's kind of like
2: special. So she's like—I feel like taking yeah. of to him too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's not all there mentally. So. But still, is sad. Yeah, he is sad. All right. And then he gets. Caught up in beating up all those FBI agents and yeah. killing them, so it's like you know are going and back then to, jail. He
2: goes to jail. Right. All right. Hopefully, Mac can get him out. He's a lawyer. That <laughs> okay. out.
1: Except for how he cooperated. Sorry. Well, they broke into my place <laughs> and I was trying to kill somebody. <laughs> so
0: yeah. All right. Next segment. You guys ready? I think so. Say the name again. Yeah, the go go goza or no 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 sir. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I just figured that would be a really really good title. We've been trying to do uh, sours mm-hmm. like once in a while, just to to break that in because uh, nobody on the show likes sours. Uh, my wife is the resident sour uh, enjoyer, <laughs> so lover. we can all shit
2: on the beer she's liking. While yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah she'd be the opposite of the rest of the episode. The majority <laughs> of
0: a more, majority of the time, she was you know cider, 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 cider and then i don't know the kind of like i got sour no wheat beans.
1: beers and then i got into sours kind and, of like, Cizons, and like then the then it's next, kinda...
0: next big step so we have uh sour note brewing company uh they have a uh a series we'll have to go revisit it but it's a cherry goza uh i think it's called like the punch bowl snob the yep. Punch Bowl Snob series. Yep. All right. Uh, I also saw on the website that they uh, teamed up with uh, Three Floyds. so we'll see mm. and experience that as we go along. But we're gonna go ahead and pause this. We're gonna you know clean these glasses, pour this out, and we're probably gonna hate this next segment. <laughs> Except but for me, your you guys shall enjoy it. Uh, so Ooh, take a quick little break here. <laughs> back and we have a very interesting beer i don't know how to think about this but it's the new segment
1: you're the one to pick it out what do I, you mean you don't want to
0: think about it <laughs> i picked it out because i went to the liquor store and i grabbed the first sour that sounded interesting okay uh so we're uh we're looking at the sourdough brewing company they have a punch bowl snob series uh the only one i really other saw was a passion fruit one but well, this is a cherry goza. I only saw the passion fruit one online. I didn't see it in the store. Probably would have gotten that one instead. Uh, we have information. Maybe I wrote something. You got like it one came sentence. from the can. Is one sentence traditional goza style beer with lactose sugar and cherry puree.
1: That's not even all of it. Give it back. Oh
0: my gosh, let her yell! I grabbed this off of online. I can't help it if they don't like provide me. <laughs> it says
1: There's a government warning on this sour side. series. Cherry Goza, traditional Goza style ale, brewed with coriander and sea salt, with lactose, sugar, and cherry puree added.
0: Probably gonna hate the sea salt part of it, but some. it is a sour, so I'm probably gonna hate it anyways. So Unfiltered, it is 3.5
2: ABVs. So
4: and
0: very light. There isn't really anything in the IBU section. Uh, I don't think they really rate it a bitter unit for sour beers. Generally,
2: not typically, no. Yeah, so
0: this is just an aluminum can with a sticker on it. it yeah, should, it, it should is. be a sour
2: unit. Yeah, sour unit. <laughs> International sour unit. ISU. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they um, should. It's funny. Yeah, it is literally just a like tall uh, aluminum can with the red sticker on it.
2: Yeah, gold text. It's kind of hard Most to read. Text. It is. Yeah. They have like cans with actual printed labels on them for sour note, I've seen. So I'm not sure what's up with this one. Hmm. Photo op. I like that the there's like a martini glass mm-hmm. with a top hat on it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of like a almost like a snobby reference since this is punch, the punch uh, bowl series, The snob, snob series. series. So it kind of goes hand in hand with the beer snobs. <laughs> um, I have a record of them on beer snobs, so we don't have to really worry about that. Oh, and the martini glass has a monocle. Yes, oh, it of does. course, it, sure it is a snobby, is. <laughs> it is a snobby f- bastard. Let's do it. We'll just go with that. Uh, we have to go past our normal rating system uh, for colors.
2: I was looking through it. I'm.
0: Yeah, there's no number associated with this.
2: These are like our reds. Yeah. Might be Darth Maul. Mm,
1: it's a little bit light for Darth Maul. I don't know. It depends on
2: where you look at it. Hmm. I was thinking crimson bands, but it's not quite Doctor Strange. Maybe it could be up in the gummy berry juice, too. It kinda it matches that one. Yeah. Yeah. They're not really organized very well. Yeah, they I that <laughs> think
0: that it would be gummy berry juice. That seems a little
2: dark though. For the I don't know your computer's darker than mine.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe I mean looking at that maybe. But dark. I'm still kind of leaning towards like the Darth Maul or Red Skulls.
1: Maybe the Red on Skull. on mine. Maybe the Hellboy even.
0: On my yeah, on ours. Yeah, I was like, I th- I thought Darth Maul or Red Skull at first too. So yeah, I think we'll just go with that one. That seems uh, pretty fair. Maul red. Maul red. <laughs> oh god, it smells like a sour beer.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> but there's definitely cherry. Like yeah, you definitely smell the cherry. It's not just like straight sour. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah, I'm not there's cherry about in
0: there. that at all. All right. I don't think
2: we're getting any other notes of this. Mm. I don't hate it. (laughs) It always takes a minute. I have to take like two or three sips because like that initial, Mm -hmm. like how your tongue acclimates to the sour It's very effervescent. Yeah, I don't hate it.
1: Bubbly. It's not as sour as I thought it would be.
2: No, it's definitely not. I've definitely had worse.
1: I figured it out. Or more sour. It's got to be cherries.
0: (laughs) It has to be cherry, or else I'm going to drink in it. I like this.
1: Whoa, you even like it?
0: Not enough to... Buy another pack. (laughs) I can help you finish this If you would like help.
2: I guess when I say I like it, I mean I don't hate it. Yeah, it's definitely better than a lot of the sours we've had on the show.
0: I can actually see myself having another one of these. Or we're just like getting accustomed to (laughs) it. Or maybe that's the case. Maybe. Maybe. All right, so on Beer Advocate, we have a 3.98 out of 5. So, basically a four,
2: uh, which isn't bad, right? See, that's the that's the one I saw from Eighteenth Street. Right. <laughs> right, it's the same. It's, no, it, I know, I know. I saw. I, I
0: understand. It's I like at the
2: same bottle. Yeah,
0: but this one is listed as Cherry Goza's the sour note brewing.
2: It's very confusing <laughs>
0: because even if you go to the Three Flights website
2: you see it interesting
0: i'll go with this maybe too.
2: they were part of the collaborators or something or, or
0: maybe they started making sours and the people who were enjoying the sours broke off
2: I don't that know. could be we're extremely excited to release cherry goes with the first in our fruited series salty and tart sweetness i mean it's, it seems to be about the same description mm-hmm. so okay i'll go with that uh, 19 ratings on rate beer 87 overall 87 style an average of 3.52 out of 5
0: that's not bad. I have 56 ratings for mine as well. And the majority of the people voted on a four for that. What have we got on the
3: untapped?
1: Let's see. Sorry, I was busy checking it in. Sorry, I'm just learning how to use this app. It's just, I literally just downloaded it today. Okay, guys? <laughs> I literally did just that, an hour ago. I did that did.
0: in 2016.
1: <laughs> okay. Enjoy. So, yeah. um, 6.6 ABVs. There are 2,104 check-ins. The average rating is 3.87. Um, and again, this slightly varies based on the serving style. So, can gets 3.77, bottle 3.91, and then draft falls in the middle of 3.83. I
0: had a friend checking in, uh, Patrick Doherty.
3: Oh, I was going say four. that,
0: too. Uh, He's checking in a couple times.
2: They yes. said, Nice Cherry Goza, great flavor, and Killer Sour, great cherry flavor.
0: <laughs> Is uh, Patrick the only one you have? Yep. All right, so.
2: Um, I think he's the one that traded beer with Pale that one time. Yeah,
0: the the, the Lawson's guy, right? Now, who's yeah. all the nu- nugget beers?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Drunk Hungry Indy or something like that one. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Instagrams, mm-hmm. right.
0: In the uh, interest of conserving time, I've already checked it in. Um, Same
1: as these.
2: I wasn't sure how we were doing this—if we were just saying go or no, <laughs> or checking them in or getting. I'm their I'm,
0: che- I'm checking it in for the sake of me checking it in, uh, but we're doing a go and no. I think that we can do that for our sours, and we can just make a, a funny title for Berliner too. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't that's know. That's gonna worry. harder. Yeah, I know. I actually was looking at a couple got <laughs> Berlin
2: advisors an apricot one and a pineapple <laughs> one. <laughs> Ew. send it to berlin or keep it our, here. i don't know we gotta go to redemption for those <laughs> yeah we do um
1: and get all the flavored juices that you put oh in yeah, them. yeah
0: yeah i am actually gonna have to go with uh go for these yeah for this good. one specifically for the cherry delicious um i'd be very interested to look to see if i can find the passion fruit one and like see if i like it or find any other of the punch uh punch bowl stops to we Might see just
1: them. have to go to hammond indiana and see what we can find out
2: yeah, I think we definitely need to get more sour notes on because uh I gave it a go also. Mm. Yeah. I'll go for this goza.
1: Go go gozas.
2: Um do you wanna tell me what you tapped it in at? Yeah, three and a half. I gave it a three and seven
1: Four point two five.
2: Mm, <laughs> We're All just right. getting into it.
0: Yeah, we are. I mean, I remember having, like, like, framboise, like, (laughs) (laughs)
1: flamboyant stuff. Mm. Raspberries. Mm. Yum. Disgusting. Like, it's got a good cherry flavor. Yeah, and that salt kind of cuts the sour, Mm -hmm. so it kind of helps if you're not, like, super into the sour flavor. So that's what I put in there in my little notes. I was like, the salt flavor definitely cuts down on the sour. So if you're not a sour person, this is a good starting point.
0: Yeah. I'd be very interested to find out what the Leipzig is. Leipzig?
1: What?
0: It's the style of Goza that it is.
1: Oh. Uh, Leipzig.
0: Hmm. So I'm going to look that up really quick. Yeah, I wonder if it...
1: What uh, is that, oh, is that the like salt? the city?
0: Oh, it's uh, a Germanic state. Oh, okay. City, so it's probably... Okay,
1: so it's a, like a...
0: So it's just it's a, the city version. Yeah, so it's a, you know, a
2: German-style sour. Mm-hmm. Shocker! <laughs> Most beer comes from Germany. It seems like,
1: and even if it doesn't, if they got a specific style, it does. This is German style.
2: Fascinating. What did you end up reading it?
0: I already said four point two five. Four point two five. Okay, never mind. All right. So, any uh, uh any
2: final notes for Daredevil before we conclude?
1: I'm excited uh, to see where it goes. Yeah, I
2: hope it's not canceled like every other. I mean, yeah. Jessica Jones is in production for season three, and that Ugh. season two was terrible. So right. I can't imagine them canceling Daredevil because that's like the only thing they got going.
3: Yeah. Uh, it'd as far
0: as Marvel shows. It would be interesting if they do display that Jessica Jones cancels it, Daredevil gets canceled, then it's kind of leaning towards moving to Disney.
2: That's what it feels like, but uh, I don't... These huh. shows are probably expensive to make. And right. Netflix, I don't know how much money they make off them because it's not like you have to pay just to watch these that shows. shows, yeah. I don't know how many people it brings on. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like people signed on to watch Daredevil season one, and they've kept their <laughs> Netflix subscriptions, and then right. So it's not like you're bringing on anybody new.
1: Plus, it's yeah, you got a lot of competition realistically with all the streaming shows yeah. nowadays.
0: I just, I know that there are a lot of developers who work for. Uh, Netflix specifically in the big data mm-hmm. category, but they just never share their data, which kind of makes me upset. I know just to kind of see they are obviously paying attention to the data, but they just it's not public. But yeah, if it goes to Disney, I will probably end up getting that as well just yeah. to watch it. Definitely, but, if, but it as keeps... long as it
2: keeps like the same story, like it continues the same story. Yeah. If, and it's... if it reboots the whole th- situation, then no. I'd have to wait until I hear if it's good or not. Yeah. Like if they say it's oh, it's even better than Netflix version. Maybe. Maybe I will sign on. Yeah, especially if
1: they take on Star Wars too.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think they're supposed to be doing a series.
1: That's what I was saying. Like it might be worth it to do both, Mm -hmm. and then it might be considerable. All
0: right. right. Well, I think that's uh, that's good. Final notes.
1: Go go for the goza.
0: (laughs) For the goza. All right. So from here at our southern studio, brand new studio. But my lovely wife, we just bought a house. <laughs>
2: hey, uh,
1: you're welcome. That was your teaser for the last episode. Now you know what it is. Oh, the, you
3: you, you gave the, away
1: the, the thing. The
3: cliffhanger.
2: The cliffhanger has been resolved. It's fine. Maybe the Iron Fist cliffhanger will be resolved in a different series. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it will. All right. So
0: from here and everybody at our Southern studio, drink up.
2: I just took a sip the- <laughs> and um, geek out. He
1: is He's doing it. The drink up. <laughs> or the other way around. Either way.
4: Part of the hop whole-
1: <laughs> proud member of the Hopped Up Network.